Did you ever try? Uh, I just, I didn't even want to. I like, I know, I know it's like the whole broccoli thing. Like, oh, try it. You might like it. But, you know, last time I ate broccoli, I almost threw up. So maybe that'll happen when I put on uh, some Crocs. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. This is Good Morning Toy World, your source for semi-premium adult-related toy content. I'm your host of the most, your ghost of the most, your one, your only, your pepperoni. And joining me, as always, via satellite, the father, the daddy of Diaclone, Tony. Did you want to say hello to the people, Tony? What's up, everybody? How's it going? They're good. I was just drinking a little water there. Wouldn't that be really funny and really shitty if, like, that's how our friendship ends? Based on, like, our footwear choices? Yeah, I mean, like... Like, it'll never happen. Like, I'll never... I don't I don't think, it like, that would kill our friendship. Yeah, no. I, and realistically, I don't give a shit that much either. Like, about about I would, friendship. If, <laughs> yeah, about the friendship. Uh, I, I will double down on Crocs. No, I, if, if it was one of those, like, out the, I'm out the door, whatever. Like, I will just try to buy a pair of Crocs to, like, save our friendship. Uh, but, uh... But I was like, please drinking don't water really me. loud the whole time. Yeah, I, it would be <laughs> that. Yeah, the Michael Bay moment of the movie where you save the friendship is just you putting on a pair of Crocs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, is pretty me much. Finally, finally getting my stubborn ass way. <laughs> yeah. Um. Fuck yeah, baby. Um. Yeah. Let's not get hyper fixated on Crocs. I feel like yeah, no. We could get stuck in the Croc bog, and it'll weigh us down. And we need to to skip the little loo on by it. Oh, okay. Um, like a game of Candyland. Oh, yeah, man. Speaking of things that fucking suck. Oh, Candyland <laughs> fucking blows. It sucks so much. I mean, given it's a board game, so it like it comes from the territory of just being dog shit because it's a board game. Um, but like, yeah, man. I mean, I, I know it was also made for like fixing tuberculosis kids and shit so like you know good good job i guess but like where the dice at <laughs> so the 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 funniest i think the funniest like irony of both of our lives is our like general disdain and not really like our general non-enjoyment of board games but mm-hmm. our deep love of warhammer and like Dungeons yeah. and Dragons and like role playing games and shit. Like we love that mm. stuff, but like, oh my god, is it a board game? I'm out. <laughs> like, yeah, it's so, exactly. It's so paradoxical. Oh, another another one as well. Remember how like, oh, let's say like ten to a hundred episodes back, we were ragging on Hot Wheels guys, right? And I'm just like, make them dusty. Three D. Hey guys, uh, Tony's microphone cut out because you know semi-professional podcast uh he proceeds to describe uh weathering up and painting some hot wheels cars and like 3d printing guns and gluing them to them so that's this is me making the the conversation make sense it's not it's not that hot wheels aren't cool because there's nothing wrong with a hot wheel it's just that people who are specifically hot wheels collectors are the literal fucking worst. Oh, yeah, no, no, they, they've yeah. never had to, like, act like a human being before in their life, so. Yeah, yeah I don't know, I, I just, yeah, yeah die-cast car people and Hot Wheels people are the worst, because it's, like, <laughs> either it's, like, a bigoted, like, 
like not oh, to paint yeah. in two broad strokes, but it's like a bigoted like trade worker or electrician or something who's like a bigoted <laughs> piece of shit and is like, hey, do any of y'all boops have any fucking Hot Wheels? And it's like, oh god. Or it's like a boomer <laughs> or someone or a silent generation like grandpa who's just like, yeah, would you take fifty cents for this car? And it's like, it's a dinky toy from when you were a child. Those are apparently worth like 40 bucks, so no. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. It's a weird one. Yeah, or like, I the best were like, I remember hearing about um, from another toy shop that like one dude was getting real shitty about like how um, they basically just stopped making the uh, the Dukes of Hazard car, like the General Lee. Right. Because it's got, like, big old racist flag on top of it. Right. And he's like, blah, 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 fuck this, fuck that, PC culture, blah. And it's like, okay, I know that the show came out at a different time, but, like, um, and I know, like, it's always been, like, a fucking racist dog whistle flag, but, like, mm. it, it's, it's extra apparent now, yeah. and no one's gonna make your weird, like, like, racist car. Yeah. Like, Die mad. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry they don't make your racist car anymore. But here's why yeah. here's why that flag is racist. Yeah. Oh no, they don't want to know why. Yeah. Actually they probably do know why already. And they're like, Yeah, that's the point. Yeah. Was it a boomer? Uh I think it was actually one of the like fucking shitty trades guys. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, do any of you boop any of you yeah. <laughs> any of you pinky pointing up drink sipping boops <laughs> wanna grab me this fucking Hot Wheels toy? <laughs> yeah. It's good times, good times. As he like um, hawks a loogie on the floor and just like right onto the carpet and like rubs it in with his fucking like shit crusted work boot. Yeah, he's, yeah. Or like, I go to grab the debit machine, and he's like, "Don't any of you boops use cash anymore?" <laughs> uh, yeah, I. Uh, for those listening at home, the boop word I was thinking of was a word that rhymes with baguette. Um, yeah, I was. I was gonna yeah. be like, just you know, pick a slur from the yeah. fucking dartboard. Yeah, pick just... any slur, really. <laughs> Yeah. All of all of those. Um, yeah, it's it's been a hot minute since I've been called a slur uh, in a in a place of work, which is kind of nice. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't miss that at all. I've always thought like weaponizing that word against a boomer would be like really fucking like funny because a boomer yeah. being confronted with the idea that two men could love each other is like too much for like their brain to handle. And it'd be cool to like give someone a stroke with words. Yeah. Like, yeah, not to condone violence on uh, people, but like, you know, at the same time, like fuck them up, you know? Uh, yeah. I'm terrified with the idea of love, knowing no boundaries. <laughs> Yeah, something I've never experienced before, and no one else should. Yeah, something I've never experienced without paying top dollar for. Yeah. Nah, sex work is real work. Anyways, did you, um, did you, did you do any toy guy shit, or should we just uh, talk about nonsense for a bit more? Yeah, well, fuck, I, okay, back to what I said a couple seconds oh, ago. Oh, the Gasland stuff. The Gasland stuff. Yeah, I had to I had to do some banking at lunchtime today. So there's a dollar 
like a Dollar Tree or something. There's like the Dollarama that usually has like cool shit. Mm. And then there's the Dollar Tree that like usually has dog shit, but the Final Faction stuff is exclusive to there. I so guess. I was like, okay, I think they make like mech suits or something that I could paint up. That'll be fun. So I go look in and they're pretty dry. But they did have a bunch of uh, Hot Wheels and a lot of them were very like rugged 4x4, like like off-road desert van type things and stuff and like Hell yeah. my brain was like oh yeah like 3d print like a dude with a gatling to like hang out the back yeah this could be like pretty fun uh pretty fun gasland stuff so yeah yeah i picked up like seven uh <laughs> because they're only like a buck or buck 50 each or something like that well that's one thing i will say for like those who do collect hot wheels it must be nice that like the base price point of a hot wheel is like 3.99 kind of thing like yeah it must yeah. be nice to like to be able to like leave a store with like a literal bag full of toys and it's like i just paid 30 bucks and you've got like fucking 10 hot wheels like that must be like yeah as a collector it must feel nice that you the thing you collect is cheap and cheerful right Mm-hmm. There was a couple other ones that I saw that were just neat that I'm not going to do any conversions for. Like, mm. they had the, the 66 Batmobile. Oh, fuck yeah. Just as a Hot Wheel. I'm like, you know what? Somehow fuck I knew it. in yeah, my heart of hearts that it was going to be a Batmobile of some kind. Yeah, well, it'd be really cool to find the, um, like, more of the good Batmobiles, too. Like, I got the first good Batmobile, which is 66, and then the Burton Batmobile would be sick to have, and then the two Schumacher ones, and then I can, like, tap out again. Um, just like my, like my Kenner ones up on, on top, on my toppest shelf. Uh, but then there were also some neat ones that were like, they had brick ports molded in them. So like you could have a, have like a Lego, Legos persons sitting or standing on there. Weird. Or you could like build onto it, but it was still like very much car shape. So it's like here's a Humvee, but with like Lego ports, and I'm like, oh, okay. And it, was, and it specifically it, it said was a Hot like Hot Wheels product. Yeah, and it, and it specifically said like brick motors or something like that. Hmm. I'm like, oh fuck, okay, cool. Um, yeah, again, worst case scenario, you slap on some Lego stuff and spray paint it, and you're like, hey, gas lines. I'm excited for your new hobby. No, I'm not. <laughs> All right. Well, okay, there's so many, like, Warhammer things that are half-built and half-painted anyway. Right. Like, I'm, I'm throwing more shit to be half-built and half-painted. Well, I mean, what what the fuck ever? It's the cheap yeah, and cheerful of so. Hot Wheels. It's, Who cares? That, yeah. Yeah, worst case scenario is I burn 20 bucks. Yeah, right? if like... you don't do anything with it, it's not a fortune you spent on your project. Yeah, I don't know if uh, Toy Traders will accept, like, paint stripped hot wheels <laughs> when i give up yeah probably not like ah sam sorry <laughs> yeah i don't know i think i think it's a worthy endeavor i mean uh um, yeah it'll be fun yeah why, why the fuck not yeah i think so too um what else was yeah i'm not like a big car guy either which is kind of my thing but i, I was kind of doing a bit of a deep dive to be like what would be a good like Mad Max tabletop RPG that uses mm -hmm. these cars because most of them are very much like, hey, here's Death Race, go around the track and the last one to survive survives. But like something a little bit more, like a narrative where you're like, all right, we're doing scavenging missions and, oh shit, here's a bunch of raiders. 
try to get through this patch of dirt without dying. Like something like that would be right. kind of fun to to do. So yeah, and yeah. like if I don't know if you're looking for cool cars to like customize as well. I know you just bought a bunch of cars. I'm sure you could probably Google like which cars were the basis for all the Mad Max cars and try and track those down. Yeah, well, I, th- I know the uh, the f- it was a Ford, Ford GT. Was it a Ford Falcon? Yeah, yeah, Ford GT Falcon yeah. was the uh, the V8 Interceptor. Right. So that was one that'd be kind of cool to do. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, well, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll play around. We'll do it up. It should be okay. Um, I'm like, one of the I'm like that I'm... sounds cool, but like scale it up so it works with your Warhammer shit. <laughs> That's the other thing as well. I'm like, oh, I love that. But Warhammer is such a weird scale as well. Yeah. Like, it's like heroic 28. So, uh, I, there was, there's a weird, um, tank scale that kind of works for it. So you can do proxies. Right. And I think it's 72 scale. 172, You can, yeah. like, yeah, but it's still, like, slightly off. Because, like, Warhammer stuff is, like, accidentally chibi. <laughs> yeah because uh, initially like in the 80s and 90s heroic scale means the hands are the same size as the head so like yeah. fists were really exaggerated and faces were really mm-hmm. exaggerated and the bodies were kind of squat and short and stout yeah you can tell from the imperial guard that they're still using all these years later mm-hmm. they're not <laughs> they're uh, not that bad uh if okay no they <laughs> Ah, uh, no, they are. They they are. <laughs> but, like, in a charming way. In a, like, oh, yeah, that's cute. That still works way. Not as not as bad as, like, the older Space Marines compared to, like, Primaris. Like, at least, like, older guard kind of work when you put them next to, like, Primaris guys. Right. Um, I'm not, I'm not talking about the, like, the pewter guard. I do have a bunch of those guys floating around. Ew. I should like, yeah. Metal models. Yeah. I don't. Maybe I'm in the minority. I think metal is the worst. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Give me plastic models all day long. Oh, the plastic is way easier to work with, and like a lot of the plastic sculpts don't look like they were molded out of chewing gum. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, I'm with you on that. But like, like I, I told you, I was watching a lot of like eons of battle stuff, and um, that guy's so like, charismatic. He's so charismatic. He sold me on, like, not throwing away my metal marines. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he did, like, a modern-style paint job using, like, just the airbrush uh, on on some ultramarines. And, like, they looked really good. And I was like, oh, shit. I think I have those in the, like, last batch of uh, Warhammer stuff that got given to me. And they, they were in there. So I'm like, okay, I, I think I can do this, too. So... Yeah, I think doing like a like airbrush practice might be fun on those older ones, but like hand painting stuff definitely goes to the the plastic primaris because they're just so satisfying to paint. Like, oh my god, like I could spend hours just painting a couple guys and like like never be done with them, and I'm okay with that. Mm. Like, even if I never play a game of Warhammer, I think I'm still pretty satisfied with my hobby. I, um, I've, I've realized with my painting, uh, mm-hmm. that I'm good 
and fast when I have the right amount of models, but I always try okay. to bite off more than I can chew. So I think that's what happened with my guard stuff is like I had prepped and primed and assembled like um, par assembled like the bodies for like 20 guardsmen. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to batch paint these. And I just like got like batch paint itis and like bailed on mm. it and like just like started making lots of mistakes and then having to rework my mistakes and like even just like blocking color where like okay i'm doing all the red of all the coats okay on five yeah. of them i splash red on the thigh and i need to go back and fix that and like i just felt like it was this never-ending cycle and then lately with the kill team shit is doing mm. five primaris is like my golden number i can do five models yeah. together as a unit perfectly but i think that's like my limit it's like finish five move on to the next five kind of thing yeah that's that's kind of what i was doing too like i for me it was six for my my current kill team but like yeah doing the five was like a nice number because you're like okay everything can like look the same you're using the same paint so it's not gonna be too drastic if you were to like switch in another couple guys or something and they're like oh well this green looks different than that green because you weren't using the exact same paints on it like the the ratios were different and off um yeah i i, I know what you mean like five is a good number five is a really good number yeah anyways i finished a second kill team yeah that's right you did uh i'll, I'll let you i'll let you explain it uh it's it's nothing too fancy i just did some raven guard boys nice yeah some primaris raven guard so i bought like the raven guard upgrade sprue which like doesn't come with enough fucking beaky helmets oh yeah no no they never do (laughs) they give you two and then they give you four like man faces which I, oh, I, I know you hate man faces. I don't hate man faces entirely. So this kill team is the leaders okay. rocking a beaky and the rest of them are man faces. Um, okay. Okay. And I kind of love the Raven guard man faces because like they've kind of got like way too long greasy emo hair and they, Oh yeah. Okay. That's pretty sick. And they all look like kind of pissed off and angry. Like they all have like a face. <laughs> it's not a phase. Mom. Oh, it's not a yeah. phase. I'm here to kill Xenos. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're pretty great. So the last step for me to actually finishing them is, uh, I need to glue on the rest of the heads. So the last four okay. heads need to go on, and then I need to finish basing them, and then I'm done. So it's basically, like, heads, nice. a couple rounds of, like, wash and rub on the base, and a few, mm-hmm. like, you know, glue on a few tufts and call it a day kind of thing. Yeah. Hey, when you, uh, because you do your guys separately as well, mm-hmm. um, do you pin them into the bases, or do you, like, just do a glue on top of the base? Uh, I, uh... I don't pin, I just glue, but my first step for a okay. base is I will put on my, like, I have, like, Vallejo texture paint, so just, like, paint with yeah. sand in it. Um, yeah, I'll yeah. I'll put that on to make some sort of shapes, because I hate just, like, perfectly flat bases. I think they just, they yeah. detract from the model. And then I'll also cut up, <clears throat> cut up some chunks of cork and find the perfect way for each guy to sort of stand on a stand because a lot of the poses for primaris marines are like running poses where yeah where, well especially the assault intercessors yeah where they, they kind of look like a less than symbol when you get them on the stand yeah. like they're really far over so i always yeah. use cork to sort of 
be able to plant a foot somewhere and adjust their height mm. so they're more standing upright because I hate when they're super hunched over because you spend all this time painting, you know, the gun and the front of the Marine. And then if he's hunched all the <laughs> yeah. way over from the top down, all you see is his backpack and like the back of his head. Um yeah, you don't get anything. Yeah, so I typically go through and add cork to get everybody standing more upright, and then I sort of glue them to the base, and then I'll paint over, because I just have, like, a, a tan sand texture paint, and I never would use okay. that actual color for the base, so I always just paint everything, like, a flat gray, and then from there it's, like, you know, none oil, none oil my gray to, like, give it some yeah. depth and dry brush it, or, like, paint it a different color etc 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 so mm -hmm. oh nice cool yeah but i think i'm yeah. gonna keep the gray base for these guys because the marines are black and the gray that i'm using is like a a nice lightish medium gray so it like oh yeah it pops enough Good contrast and like i've got some tufts that also match that kind of gray so nice oh that's awesome yeah yeah i have some uh i have the bases for my current like uh the death watch kill team ready to go and by that, I mean I need to prime them and paint them and get them all set up. But I'm also, like, every time I look at my kill team, I'm like, there's still a couple things that are missing. Don't know what they are yet, mm. but there's still something missing. That they just don't feel done Ooh. yet. I don't know if I told... Um, I, oh, I did tell you in via text, but uh, I bought a bunch of fucking <laughs> Warhammer off eBay. Oh yeah, 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 that's right. <laughs> so uh, I've got a I've got a little eBay dude that I buy from in the UK, and that that oh, must yeah. be their whole job is buying like thirty copies of whatever the latest thing is and parting them out, yeah. and just doing auctions for them. So mm -hmm. I was watching I was watching probably thirty different listings for the primary or the uh, Horus Heresy Beaky. Uh, oh, marines. Yeah. So it's 10 marines on the sprue, 10 stands, and the extra upgrade sprue thing. So mm -hmm. I was watching like 30 of these listings and I had saved all of the ones that only had like one bid on them. So they were at like three British pounds. Oh, okay. And then when it almost came time for them to go up, I increased my max bid to nine British pounds per sprue. <laughs> and because nice. I figured everybody would bid incrementally and they were all the way down at three. So I'm like, if anybody bids, They'll have to, like, rapid-fire bid to try and get past nine. Um, yeah. And I won all of my listings, so oh, I nice. won five sets of ten. So I won 50 Beaky Marines. Oh, shit. I won oh, wow. 50 okay. Beaky Marines, and I did the math, and it works out to being, like, roughly... Um, I think it's roughly, like, three bucks a Marine, um, which is crazy. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, and then I also, and that's that's not even including all the other auctions I won, because um, I think <laughs> mm -hmm. if you crunch the numbers on the Beaky Marines, you pay like five bucks a Marine, something like that. Yeah, something. Like so that. I got a hell of a deal on those, but I also got a um, a terrain sprue for the hangar bay, so it's like a landing pad thing, nice. and yeah. GW sells that box for eighty bucks. Yeah, I know. I was looking at it not too long and ago. And I paid 20 bucks for it. So... <laughs> oh, that's sick. Yeah, nice, so nice. I got some deals. And there's a couple other bits and pieces in there. But I, like, I went eBay nuts and I was like, fuck yeah. And then I was like, did the British pound <laughs> conversion. And I was like, oh shit. Your boy just spent oh, like no. $200 Canadian. Whoops. Yeah, yeah the, the pound will really live up to its name. Yeah, but I think, like, I... 
I got a steal of a deal no matter how you weigh it. And I also got um, yeah. the Praetor uh, Sword Beaky Marine that also comes in the Horus oh, Heresy cool. box set. Um, yeah. So I got I got a bunch of cool, fun shit to mess with. And like with with that guy's listings, my like brain math is if I spend $10 for a dude, that's a good yeah. price. Yeah. Yeah, that's Because when you do the sort of like Warhammer math, any dude is worth more than that. Like if you were buying it from games workshop directly. So that's kind of my yeah, brain definitely. math with it. No, I, I get that. I get that. I, uh, I ended up doing uh, I bought off of a bits site based out of France. Oh, you bad boy. This is the bits. Cast. I, we're whipping out our bits. It's a, yeah. Well, I'm like, I, yeah, I, I bought essentially like enough bits of like, to cover the cost of, like, just your standard-ass Warhammer group mm. of guys. Um, but I really wanted to use the um, the heavy and assessor bodies for my uh, knee-deep-in-blood customs. Right. Um, but, like, it's 80 bucks for a box of just five of them. Yeah. And I'm like, ugh. So, yeah, with these guys, I ended up getting the bodies... Um, the, a similar backpack from a different, like, Gravis armor, because the regular ones are sold out. Um, and then, like, it's essentially gonna be, like, just a proxy for, like, Assault Intercessors, essentially. Right. So I didn't need, like, their guns or anything. I just needed, like, the bigger, beefy body. And then I got, like, the Hellblaster helmets for them, uh, because they're... They're, they're a cool-looking helmet. They've got, like, two tubes on the face... Um, and then, yeah, so anyway, I'm, it'll be fun to, like, do those guys up when they come in. And then, uh, so, I know you make fun of me for this, and it is a bit, like, psychopathic, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. I, uh, I kinda hate the, the, like, Aquila on the Space Marine's chest. Yeah, I do think you're a like, psychopath. Like, the wings? I, oh, that's the main reason why I got, like, Phobos for everything. Because, mm. like, they don't have that stupid fucking like we have angel wings because we're the emperor's favorite precious angel babies and it's like shut the fuck up i think i think you're <laughs> sing-songing just how awesome the warhammer lore is and i won't stand for it yeah okay then uh so yeah i've been uh, i've been grinding off all of those um so <laughs> <Just> like, my... <laughs> like making so much fucking work for yourself yeah, well, you know what? They're not going to give me what I want anyway, so fuck it. Um, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure my, my chapter is the Raptors. Um, because, and I think I always loved that, because I remember painting one very crudely as a kid that was, like, yeah, like, shitty green slopped on with, like, a yellow shoulder pad. Right, right. Um, but yeah, my, and I, I saw this, like, short on YouTube that, like, they were talking about the reasonable Marines, and it's, like, a fan-made chapter of, they're like, yeah, these guys aren't, like, weird, shitty, like, xenophobes. Sometimes they, like, trade with the Tau. They're kind of considered, like, a traitor legion. Yeah, that sounds like heresy really. to me, my dude. Yeah, that sounds great. Getting shit done properly? Oh, how horrible. <laughs> but they're just like, yeah, they use, like like, regular tactics instead of, like, you know, for the Emperor. Um, and I'm like, yeah, this this is great. 
So, but then also the follow-up one was like, yeah, so the Raptors are basically just, like, the official reasonable Marines. They they don't view the, uh, the Codex as, like, holy scripture. It's more of a, like, set of guidelines. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, hell yeah, okay. So my group's just, like, a Raptors side thing as well. Um, so yeah, everything's getting, like, pouches and grenades and stuff on the chest. Mm. Um, and on the on the shoulder pads and stuff like that. I might actually try sculpting some, uh, like, camo cloak type things for some of them. Nice. I'm just grabbing um, a sticky note here. Yeah, so for sure. So I can write down the name of the episode, which is going to be the Warhammer episode, just in case anybody, oh. anybody, you know, our, our fan base who doesn't do Warhammer, just so they know to skip this one. Yeah, just if if you if you gotten this far and you don't do Warhammer, Sorry. skip to some time point. I'm sure you'll edit it in, or you won't when we start doing WoW, um, uh, or not WoW questions. Yeah, I'm not gonna edit that in. <laughs> Good. It's probably Good. it's probably soon though, because we're at a half hour here. Pro- probably very soon. Yeah. Just um, keep tapping the skip ahead ten second button for a bit. Yeah, until you hear whatever the theme song is that we have yeah. for it. But yeah, I, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of like the idea of just like, just like, ah, oh, fuck, here we go, <laughs> here we go, Marines. Just another shitty day in space. Yeah, <laughs> let's get our jobs done. Yeah, I think that's one of the things about like the lore of all the Warhammer shit that I like is that like mm-hmm. no one is good and everyone is awful. And yeah, I yeah. think I like it because. It's, it's fantasy that's like rooted in like the kind of the truth about humanity. Yeah. Where it's like in you know in typical fantasy writing and work, there is good and there is evil. And in forty yeah. k in the grim darkness of the far future, there is only bad and slightly less mm-hmm. bad, maybe, but still awful. Yeah. And yeah. I like that because like, where it's like sorry, tyranids are probably the most purest form of like neutral right because like we're just hungry yeah they're just hungry they kill because they're animals not because uh they think that they're empowered by the emperor to do his bidding it's yeah yeah i don't know i like it because fantasy yeah usually usually has well even sci-fi too like oftentimes falls into these Mm -hmm. tropes of like the good guys and the bad guys and i think that's one of the reasons why uh sorry to all the marvel fans that i think like the marvel cinematic universe is like baby shit bullshit that can just fuck right off because like <laughs> like the humans are so complex humanity is so complex and good and bad is mm-hmm. very complicated but like in the mcu it's like we're the good guys and then it's like we're the bad guys and it's like cool i don't give a <laughs> fuck about either of you because it's not that simple and Right, maybe, right. Maybe it's getting maybe a little more nuanced, more and maybe it's getting a little more interesting, but, like, I could not care less about, like, the valor of a Captain America versus the <laughs> evil of a Red Skull or whoever the bad guy is. Like, I just don't give a shit about black and white morality, because it's, like, it's unreal, unrealistic, nonsense bullshit. And, yeah... I'm a hypocrite because Star Wars fucking rules and they also do that baby shit <laughs> nonsense. So I don't know. Well, it's, yeah, it's kind of funny. I feel like my favorite Star Wars things have like nothing to do with like the Jedi and the Sith. Yeah. Because it, this, I don't know. 
the people that are like idolize the Jedi, I'm like, like really? You're you're down with like weird religious like incels? Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, it's like I don't know, dude. I'm I'm down to pound some green. Let's go. <laughs> like, <laughs> got a space smorgasbord that you're just throwing away. You're more, you're more of a, you're more in alignment with the values of like a Jabba the Hutt, where it's like, let's just fucking party on my barge, yo. Hell yeah. At excess, baby. Yeah. Let's fucking do it. Let's do some fucking <laughs> desert hedonism and then throw this let's fucking bump some space coke, yeah. I guess. Oh, spice. They call it spice. Yeah, let's, let's um, smoke the lizard bong. Cause like, wasn't it, didn't he have a bong yeah. with like a lizard in it? Yeah, I think he was eating them, but yeah, it was probably a bong first. Oh man, I'd I'd rip out a fucking lizard bong. That'd be tight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah those bounty hunter parties would fucking slap. Yeah. That's that's what I'd go for. Yeah, just doing a fat rail just... off of fucking Bosk's Bosk's fucking lizard hog and just like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sucking on Jabba's tail, having like a fucking weird oh my hedonistic God. desert orgy. Yeah, fuck, man. That's that's all yeah, I it's want. Just Burning Man. <laughs> yeah, no, it's wild though. Like, uh, was it like the the very end of uh, Mandalorian, like season two, where they show um, is it Panda Baba or whatever the fucking mm. the like gross Twi'lek that used to be like Jabba's the, lackey. Panda Baba's the butt face guy. Oh yeah, yeah, butt face guy. Who's the fucking shitlord who um sucks and I hate him that I just mentioned. I can't recall. Uh, anyway, uh, like you saw him on the throne, he fucking got. Oh, fat Bib, as Bib well. Fortuna. Bib Fortuna, thank you. I'm a fake Star Wars fan. Sorry, girls. Um, but like, <laughs> like he got fat like five weeks into his job with like how much like how much fucking like lizard bong he was blasting. Yeah, they they ran uh, out of space. Jabba coke. was probably really skinny to begin with. They ran out of space coke and he started hitting lizard bong and they just ate way too many like Tatooine Doritos and just like got yeah got thickums. That's totally what happened. Yeah. That's totally what happened. That's canon. Yeah, that is canon. Uh, if anyone asks. That's that is legit totally. canon right there. Uh yeah, I don't know, being a bounty hunter or like or fucking space scumbag would be tight. What are they? Scoundrel. There we go. Scoundrel. Yeah. Space scumbag. No, I like space scumbag better. Being a space scumbag would be fucking tight in Star Wars Town. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, have, I have one story to share before we get into <laughs> yeah. uh, questions. Uh, okay. So, way, way, way back, before Tony and I um, went full full put our ankles into doing Warhammer stuff before we got like fully oh, yeah, absorbed yeah. when I was just kind of flirting with it and listening to the audio. Yeah. I think I'm still pretty casual. Audio books and stuff. Um, yeah. and we talked about it on the cast forever ago and I was saying how much I love the audiobooks because of how super gay they are. Like, yeah, oh, like yeah I'm yeah. deeply fascinated with the homoeroticism of, uh, 40k liter- literature and yeah. this this is a thing that I deeply and truly believe, and it 
like when I'm listening to a book, like I'm absorbed with how like interesting the characters are, how cool everything is. And then I just kind of smile mm. and nod when, you know, the space Marines describe the naked bodies of their like chapter brothers. Um, just lusting over fucking Horace and his like boss. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so that was a thing that I had talked about. And, um, so Colm, friend of the show yeah uh colm was getting tattooed by someone and that person uh likes to have their headphones in when they tattoo because if they start talking with people they they don't get anything done they need to like focus so that was the, the oh, tattooist gotcha, gotcha. that's what they did um and so <laughs> I'm, I'm telling your story colm and so <laughs> uh or at least my version of it and so in a, in a break in between when they had stopped tattooing to have a break for a bit, um, Colm had asked mm-hmm. him what he was listening to, and the dude um, was like, I, you know, I listen to 40K audiobooks. Oh, nice. <laughs> and, and Colm then proceeded to share my experience with the books and was basically <laughs> like, I hear they're super gay, but it's awesome kind of thing and apparently (laughs) the tattoo artist did not share the same opinion and got like mildly uncomfortable about it and was just like cool and colm was like no that's not what i meant but yeah and so it turned into this whole thing where like because of my like ridiculous like like logan brain spectrum that i see the world through i just like skewed like like colm's (laughs) perception of these books and he was like i hear they're super homoerotic and anyways so it got him uh into an uncomfortable situation which i thought was really funny um so yeah no i mean i've listened to like one of the horus heresy ones and um you can vouch you're not wrong no like, yeah, there was, like, a good chapter of them, like, having their fucking, like, moon ritual where they were, like, recharging their crystals and chakras and shit. And it was, like, yeah, they're all gonna fucking bang, right? Yeah. Like, they're all they're all gonna bang after this? They're just gonna cut it out and mm. skip to a story where, like, some dude gets curb stomped? <laughs> uh, Could you imagine that, okay, like, cool. the chief editor's job, the guy who goes through all of, like, every manuscript for, like, the Warhammer lore and universe... Like, his entire job is, like, trimming out the, like, super, like, hypersexual, like, sex scenes between Space Marines, yeah. <laughs> where he's, like, Dan Arbit, or whatever the guy's name is, he's, like, sends him back the draft, yeah. and Dan is, like, uh, I noticed you cut out the chapter about fucking, <laughs> and he's, like, he's, like, dude, we Again? can't, we can't uh. be selling X-rated <laughs> books to children, we need to cut, we need to cut out all of the fucking, he's, like, what about the hand job, and he's, like, no hand jobs, like... <laughs> You can't have a scene where fucking one of the space marine blasts nut onto a data slate while while watching some dude on dude forty k fun times. Anyways, oh my god, that's yeah. They're they're gonna like the next fucking like thing that they have to like retroactively add in. They're like, you know what? The the black carapace uh, covers up the dong. They they don't have dongs anymore. That's why they're so angry. They just they don't have them. they don't have any fucking dongs. Yeah, people always wonder why there's so little like uh, lady representation in the Warhammer universe. It's because everybody's gay in the grim darkness of the far future. It's yeah. just a bunch of blokes. Just a bunch of bloke on bloke. Yeah, there's <laughs> there's only balls that remain. No donger. <laughs> oh, can you? Can you fucking imagine that? Oh, that'd be rough. <laughs> oh. That would explain a lot for the Space Marines, though. Yeah, it would. Um, wow? Or, 
Yeah. No, we didn't. We didn't pick a wow for next week. Um, what are we gonna do for the wow? Oh this week? shit! We did. We didn't have a wow. We need to reboot the wow. We need to. Yeah, we said we were gonna, and then we start didn't. fresh. Um, our wow. Oh, I said our weird. The wow. Our our wow. Our, our wow. The wow for next wow. week. We are gonna ask you best manga. And mm. we want to know. So that's going to be the WoW next week. WoW is starting back up. Uh, and now it is Yay, time you're welcome. for questions. Let's, let's answer some. Boop. Questions from the Discord. All right. Black Jelly Bean Man is starting it off with how important is lighting for a toy display? The, uh, <laughs> you know what? Good answer, Tony. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because, um... I feel like half a year ago, I would say not important at all. Right. But now I think it's possibly one of the most important things to do. Ooh. So uh, I have three DTOLFs mm-hmm. that I have strung uh, LED lights into, and mm-hmm. I've wired them so that they are separate, but they all daisy chain together. And they make the figures pop in a certain way that you just could not get. You just could not get. Um, also, I am a, a strong believer of no natural lights in your toy room. Because... Okay, okay. Uh, for two reasons. Uh, UV will hurt your toys in the long run. Especially, like, uh, a lot of Transformers, they yellow pretty quickly now. Um... Just, and and also, like, it gets warm. When toys get warm, they swan dive, and we don't want any of that. Uh, so what I've done is, yeah, the Detolfs, they all have their lights in them, and they look amazing. Uh, and I have two floating shelves that I wired in some LED lights on, as like light strips on as well, too, and they look great like that. Uh, but whenever I look at my shelves that don't have any direct lighting... I'm like, ah, oh, there's like something missing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's they that's need, fair. They need that extra bit of illumination to like really sell the sculpts on them, I feel. Yeah, I think with my toy room, I wish I had better lighting in here and I'm just subject to the light that is on my ceiling. Like no mm. no specific areas have extra lighting. But I think that's I don't know, it's I'm less detolf oriented and more tiny thin shelf oriented. So everything yeah. gets a good spattering of light because nothing's too far back anywhere. But in mm-hmm. a perfect world, it would be nice to have lighting underneath all these shelves to sort of like bring out the features of the figures for sure. Oh, totally. Yeah. No, I've got, I've got some nice thin shelves too. And like those ones are usually fine with like just the ambient lighting of the room. Mm-hmm. But like the, the highlight. Okay. How about this? The toys you want to highlight specifically in your collection, definitely you need lighting. Definitely you need lighting. That's reasonable. That's from me, at least. That's my own opinion. Uh, I'd have it if um, I was more motivated, but it's something that, um, I don't know, I just can't be asked right now. Maybe someday. But that's fair. I, I, like my, my room also has a single, single shitty... Uh, like wall titty light and i kind of hate it um so i think that's the reason why like i've got two standing lamps in here 
and like a whole bunch of other lighting. Like anything that is a outlet that works has something lighting plugged into it. There we so, go. <laughs> that's uh yeah. Uh Black Jelly Bean Man continues. Is there anything at SDCC that piqued your interest? That is a great question. What did they even show off at SDCC? And is that happening right now? I have no fucking idea I, what is going on. I should on. have looked this up. I mean, I saw this question this morning and I was like, I should check this out. But um, I didn't because I was stuck at my job. Uh, I saw Mondo showed off a few more like six scale He-Man things that look kind of cool. You mean Funko? That's the same fucking thing. Um, yeah, because they bought it. Um, yeah. That's what um, I mean. Yeah, so uh, it's starting on Thursday, apparently. Um, oh, okay. But then I don't I know. We'll get back to you on Thursday or next yeah. week. I yeah, I don't know if anything's been revealed, um, toy wise. I'm just doing a quick little Google here. Oh, shout out to my fucking toy arc. Hey, I used to go here all the time when we had a toy news section. Oh um, yeah. Storm Collectibles is doing more Street Fighter shit. It looks like Jazzwares has a Halo license. Um, Mondo Masters of the Universe stuff. Oh, I, I did actually see the Mondo Masters stuff. It looks pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. McFarlane is going to show off how transphobic he can be. Um, good, good. Chester Cheeto <laughs> is getting a toy from Jada Toys. Wait, Jada actually? Toys. Yep. Um, shit, I wonder how many uh, Mason Jar sales are going to peak that month. And despite how fucking dog shit that, like, egg toy line is, they're doing more of those. Egg toy line. Uh, EAA. Um, what are they called? They're, like, they're basically Funkos with articulation. Um. Nendoroids? Uh, egg attack action. Oh, oh, yeah, those. Yeah, they fucking suck hot balls and I hate them. On the plus side, unlike a Funko Pop, they're at least $100 to start. Yeah. Oh, someone's so, um, doing gem toys. There's some good shit here. Super 7's okay. doing some really cool shit. Nice. Good job, Super 7. Hell yeah. Well, maybe we'll have to do an episode um, next week and talk yeah, I, I talk more so. about SDC stuff. Because we were clearly not paying attention. But there's some cool yeah, shit. Yeah, sorry. We'll, we'll, we'll actually do this. So thank you for uh, your question. Uh, it's now actually going to be a thing that we do, so, um... Yeah, yeah. So, fuck you for making me do homework. Um, that's yeah, not Yeah, Tony and I will sort of go through the SDCC yeah. reveals, and we'll probably pick out some of our favorites, and we'll probably at least pick one that we think is just the worst and just shit on yeah, it for totally. an hour straight. So. Uh, cool. So, in yeah. the meantime, I'm going to uh, permanently ban Black Jelly Bean Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, no... <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're totally fine. Ha ha ha. Uh, Darcy Ska, hypothetical. You have the ability to change aspects of your art to your whim. If you listen to a song and you think the guitar should be heavier, you could instantly make it happen. If you wanted to turn a PG movie into an R-rated film, it would suddenly <laughs> change. The same goes for toys. Ah, uh, you did it again. What toy line doesn't exist that you wish exists? You Not sneaky quite, boy. But... Uh, okay, I'll read it out properly. Any and all aspects of toys you don't like would or would want to change could happen without any effort on your part except to will it. Uh, if this, if you had this power, would you use it? Would the meaning of toys and art suddenly become null? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's the yes. problem with art, right? Like, 
like art is very subjective. Um, like I know there are people that genuinely enjoyed, and it might even be their favorite movie, um, Alien, Prometheus, and Inconvenient. And I mean, they're objectively wrong, but like to to them, like there's nothing that they would change from those movies. So yeah, the only objective truth in the whole universe is that Crocs rule. And I think if I had this power to to change things, I don't think I would use it. And I I saw this question earlier today, and I was thinking a bit about like the changing aspects of a toy thing. Yeah. Um, the reason we collect is because the grass is always greener. So, like, our drive to collect is loosely based on the fact that we're always thinking something could be just a little bit better. Like, it could always be a little bit better. Yeah. Like, ooh, this face sculpt isn't quite right, which is, like, somehow we're gaslighting ourselves <laughs> into buying the next version of, a, of, you know, the helmet's not the right size, so I'll buy the next Mandalorian that yeah. comes out. Or, like, this isn't quite right. It would be nice if they added a, added a double-jointed elbow instead, and then we'll get the next one that comes out. So, like... The reason we collect is because we trick ourselves into thinking things um, yeah. will just progressively get better. So, like, being able to change things with your mind, I think, would would make life suck. Because, like, part of what makes life enjoyable is, you know, dissecting what's presented in front of us and enjoying mm-hmm. it, not enjoying it, critiquing it, not critiquing it, going with the flow, going abruptly against the flow, like when I describe how awesome Crocs are to Tony. <laughs> so, like, there's a lot of things that, like, you could change, but I don't think you should change. Yeah, I think on a personal level, I probably would for certain things. Or, like... Like, for me, it'd be like, ah, shit, I totally lost, like, this figure's accessories. Now I haven't. Like, something like that, right? Like, But if it was, like, if it was, like, a Transformer thing where, like, oh, I sure wish the ankle had a rocker instead of just, like, a one-way thing. Oh, yeah, no, totally. Yeah, I think I would do that. You you would change everything to your your whim? Uh, yeah, because I clearly need control over everything that is around me. We've mm. talked about this already. I can only go with the flow so much, right? Like, I just... Give me my power fantasy. Give me. Give, uh, give <laughs> the the <laughs> idea of making guitars heavier is pretty funny. I do though. like Like, if lot, you're just, yeah. like... Yeah, just, like, rocking out to, like, the Beatles or some shit. Like, this needs to be a bit more thrashy. Um. Yeah, if o- if only Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds sounded like Ronnie James Dio. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man, I've been listening to so much fucking Dio lately. Oh, yeah? Nice, nice. Dio fucking rules. He slaps. That's good shit. I I always knew, like, a handful of, like, the radio hits, but listening to the album Holy Diver start to finish is just, oh, it's magical. So good. So good. Yeah, so fucking good. Yeah, no. I I, Personally, I would love to be amazing at uh, guitar and bass guitar and everything without having to... Learn yeah, you find a way to be. use this power to your advantage where you're you're currently, like, playing the bass, and you're like, oh, I wish this b- bass sounded better, and you just, like, get better. Yeah, that would be, see, that's that's what I would do. That's what I mean. Like, I would, I would basically, like, fucking cheat code my way. Right, I'd be listening to that. a Horace Heresy audiobook, and I'd be like, I wish this was extra gay. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden, there's, like, you just get coded. Like, where did this come mm. from? 
Uh, it's a 4D uh, audio experience. <laughs> yeah. All right, moving on. That was a great question. That um, was. Yeah, thank you, Darcy. Vladbad, <laughs> had either of you seen the film Star Kid or Warriors of Virtue? One is about a kid who finds a- an alien mech suit, and the other is about kung fu kangaroos. Both still feel like childhood fever dreams. Oh, dude. I intended on on watching the trailers for both of these before we started um mm-hmm. started recording which i unfortunately did not and vladbad if we're a similar age you were like nine ish when you saw these movies if they you saw them when they came out i like that they're both from 97 um yep. i'm really interested in the art on both of these covers and i really really want to know more <laughs> because kid who finds alien mech suits sounds like Something I would have loved as a youth. Right? Honestly, same. So, Star Kid for sure, like, seeing this cover brought me back to being in, like, the Blockbuster video and being like, I want to rent this. This looks great. Um, I did watch the trailer for it. And so it, (laughs) it's basically Kid from Jurassic Park becomes, like, a PG Giver. Ooh. Like, it's essentially Fuck just, yeah. like, PG Giver with a kid. That's funny. Uh, is, it, is it that actor from it, JP? It is, yeah. It's the Star... Uh, no, Star Kid. Fuck. The movie is Star Kid. Yeah, it's the Jurassic Park. Like, the little boy from Jurassic Park Jimmy. is the Star Kid. Yeah. Um, But the, the Warriors of Virtue, wild story about that. Um, up to, honestly, even the last couple of years ago... Um, we have a, a drugstore called London Drugs, and they have a toy aisle, and they must have found a shipment or crate or something of these Warrior of Virtue toys from 97. Oh, wow. We had them on our, on shelves, like, recently. Did you um, get any? No, fuck no. God, yeah, no, no. No, the toys did not look very good at all, and, like... Mm. Yeah, it's, it's cool. It's like, yeah, Kung Fu furries. That's that's neat. It was it was the style at the time. Um, it was in vogue. Yeah. We had our Ninja Turtles, our Street Sharks, and our Warriors of Virtue. Um, uh, there was a Warriors of Virtue sequel that came that? out um, in the 2000s, so maybe the toys were from that? No, no, it was like... Like, same branding, still had the same, like, kind of painterly style kangaroo on it. Oh, man, you should have copped those. This one's selling on Amazon for 60 bucks. Wow. I, oh, man, if only I, if only I did that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, those toys look fucking ridiculous. Oh, my God. Yeah, they're pretty hane. Uh, I I really want to watch both of these now, so thank you. I I'll think Warriors my, of like... Virtue, or not Warriors of Virtue, Circuit, I think I even saw it's like, you can watch it for free officially on YouTube. Nice. Like, it, it's, yeah. it says free on there, so I might do it, I might do it, but I think I said the same thing last time, I was like, I'm gonna watch this movie for a thing that and we talked you, about on the podcast. And didn't. Cause I also, if anybody forget. heard something that sounded like that it might have been a fart, I swear it was my chair creaking, so yeah, me I just too. want that to be... That chair has been creaking what? a lot. It actually was, Tony. Yeah, no, same. Oh, okay. 
just happens well, I'm holding the hard one in. Well, uh, thanks everybody for your questions. Uh, yeah, thanks for being a part it. of this episode. Uh, sorry about last last week's audio sync thing. That was fucking lame. Oh, what that? Yeah, that. That's weird that it wasn't my fault this time. That something horrible happened. Yeah, I think it was just me. Um, like, I think because of the new way we're doing things, something mm-hmm. about the sync got weird, and I just need to be more diligent when I edit. So I just yeah. need to like scrub through to like random parts and just make sure our dialogue is still matching up because somehow like my dialogue got faster than yours and then like or or you got faster than me and i was like answering questions before you had asked them kind of thing at one point (laughs) yeah it was a whole heap of bullshit but i was able to fix it so i mean that was happening in real life though too we did have that temporal vortex that's true that is that might have been that might have been what was up well, that just about does it. Thanks, everybody, for your questions. Um, yeah, wow, for next week, um, best manga, let us know. And, yeah, before we kick it, uh, was there anything you want to say to the people, Tony? Yeah, if you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review us on iTunes and follow us on Spotify. If you, you want to hang out. with the Transformer right now? What? You playing with the Transformer? No, God, no. What are you playing with? This is the Terminator from NECA. Oh, fuck yeah. Just fill right, it. Sorry, I'm sorry fill. I ruined your outro. No, it's okay. I need. I clearly need something to focus, and uh, I was going great until. Uh, it... <laughs> well, we learn. Uh, we learn from our interruptions. Continue. Um. Yeah. If you want to hang out with us, we got a Discord. If you're not part of it already, links to that are easily available. Especially if you check out WeLoveReggie.com. You'll find everything you need on that website. Our new destination website. It's so much easier than me. Like, ah, eh, Facebook and this and blah, blah, blah. Because you fuck know what? those um, places. I should probably just buy a domain for the podcast and just make a podcast website that we can direct people to. Oh, whatever. Don't, don't, don't. If you don't have to. Just keep using I mean, We Love Reggie. We Love Reggie's fine. And it's fine if people go to WeLoveReggie.com. Um... But maybe to streamline it, it might be good. I don't fucking know. All right. Uh, and remember, folks, <laughs> a Boba Fett for a Greedo is a notoriously bad trait. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. That's the epidote. I like it. It's fun. Yeah. It's good. It's equal parts fun and good. Yeah, it's very Warhammer-centric. Very, very Warhammer-centric. Anyway, I gotta go uh, creak my chair real bad.